I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, we hear the story of a first century saint whose writings were so inspired by the Holy Spirit that some thought they should have been included in the New Testament. Tonight, we hear the story of Clement. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, We have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults, Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 67, on page 350 of the prayer book. May God be merciful unto us and bless us, and show us the light of his countenance and be merciful unto us. Let your way be known upon the earth, your saving health among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Indeed, let all the peoples praise you. O let the nations rejoice and be glad. For you shall judge the peoples righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase. And God, even our own God, shall give us his blessing. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. How do we maintain unity in a church full of sinners? That question was asked and addressed from the very start of the church. Let me tell you the story about Clement. Clement was a slave who had been freed by his master, who was likely a Christian, and so 
he adopted his name, Clement. He was a disciple to the original apostles and eventually was ordained to help lead the church in Rome. And this former slave, become a Christian, was eventually chosen to be the third bishop of Rome after the martyrdoms of Peter and Linus, the second bishop of Rome. Clement is best known for his writings. His first epistle, called First Clement, was written to the church in Corinth, and he's responding to a dispute between a group of junior clergy and the elder ruling council of clergy. The issue had become partisan and deeply was dividing the congregation in Corinth. And Clement was crystal clear that partisan conflict undermined the unity of the church and that unity was maintained through apostolic order, that all Christians, clergy, and laity were called to submit to their ecclesial authorities, even if they disagreed with their leaders. The key for all of this in Clement's writing was that such submission would be only possible as we cultivated the virtue of humility. Clement rightly pointed out the root of the conflict was, and so often is, envy and jealousy. The junior clergy were desiring power and thus envying the influence of their seniors, while the senior clergy saw the junior clergy as a threat to their power and sought to preserve their status. I cannot begin to tell you how prevalent this issue has been in the church for 2,000 years. I have been the one at times envious of another's success or giftedness, and I have been also on the receiving end of the jealousy of other clergy. Friendships get shattered, deep wounds are inflicted, and worst of all, the unity of the body of Christ is desecrated. First Clement's teaching on the importance of apostolic order was an early expression of what later developed into the historic threefold order of ministry of bishops, priests, and deacons. While it was not ultimately included in the New Testament canon, First Clement serves as a Holy Spirit-inspired witness to the early Christian understandings of gospel and ministry. Here's what First Clement says about church conflict. I think these words can be written on office doors today. Is there anyone among you who has a noble mind, who is compassionate, who overflows with love? Let such a person say, if I am the cause of any disorder, friction, or division among you, I will remove myself. I will go away anywhere you wish, and I will do anything the congregation says. Only let there be peace between Christ's flock and their appointed presbyters. When I was in Ottawa, my curate, Jared, didn't agree with me on many things. He was a very high-church Anglican, and I was somewhat of a low-church Anglican. But I was his rector, and he was my curate. And so I asked him as we began this partnership in the gospel how we would make this work. And he said with a big, genuine smile, it's simple. It's all about obedience. You are obedient to the bishop, and I am obedient to you. That's the picture of apostolic order that First Clement's talking about. As a result, Father Jared flourished as a curate. I flourished as a rector. And most important of all, our congregation flourished because we stood humbly within good apostolic order. As Hebrews 13 verse 17 says, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account 
Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. This is the story of Clement, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A night prayer. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with Prayer number three, on page 646 of the prayer book, A Collect for the Unity of the Church. 
Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I give you, my own peace I leave with you. Regard not our sins, but the faith of your church, and give to us the peace and unity of that heavenly city, where with the Father and the Holy Spirit you live and reign, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.